Welcome to today's episode of We Were Just Thinking. I'm Shaylin. And I'm Elena. And we're here to rant, be better, tell you what we're into, think, show gratitude, and send you off with a thought to ponder. Welcome to episode 11. Kind of crazy we've been at this for 22 weeks now. It's been fun, and we're glad to have you joining us. Let's go. My rant is about being anxious. I think last time we talked about how summer goes by so fast and I think I've found myself like getting anxious about things that aren't even approaching very soon um which I have a lot of like medical anxiety and dental anxiety like I can get worked up for a doctor's appointment for six months but now that school's coming back around I just find myself thinking about all of these like teacher troubles and how the first week of school goes yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, it stinks so much so because like here, like Still during the year, <laughs> during the year though, like you enjoyed two week, two days off on the weekend, you know, you're like, yeah, oh, it's no, weekend. Yeah. And now it's like, there's still a week that I can't even enjoy. It's like, come on. I know, yeah. <laughs> Get it together. And I'm not super stressed about it. I guess I have a transition coming up, so that's probably a little anxiety inducing too. But I don't know, that's just kind of interesting how... Like, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, and I was on vacation the two weeks prior, so I wasn't worried about my doctor's appointment. <laughs> so maybe I just need to create a distractor again. Mm, I'm going to be on that. Brainstorming <laughs> a distractor besides trashy TV. Okay, so my rant right now uh, is something I'm actually still a little bit upset about, so I'm going to try to keep it <laughs> um, aggressive, like unnecessary verbal confrontation. Like, after it's dealt with, you don't need to beat the dead horse. Yeah. So, me particularly, I have a really hard time with somebody, like, tearing me, keep, keep going to town after I already heard you and acknowledged it and apologized and, you know, it's done. Uh, so, somebody, like, continuing on, uh, really not cool. It's hurtful and makes me mad. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I feel like that ties into the anxiety thing, too, because sometimes you, when you get in those situations, you kind of dread interacting with that person or that group or that place or that thing mm -hmm. um, because you don't want to revisit that every time you interact with them. It's like, let it go. Yeah. You know, like, beating a dead horse is so... <sighs> when that type of stuff happens to me, I kind of become avoidant. I don't really want to interact with person or group or you know whatever the Same. situation is um which kind of leads to isolation and seclusion you know which kind of stinks too especially if it's work related or even personally related like you don't want to you know characterize other people the same way yeah and you don't want to be out in public like worried you're gonna bump into um yeah yeah so if uh, somebody has already apologized if somebody has already acknowledged their fault like you know in the words of Elsa. Don't rip them a new one. Oh, yeah. Let it go. <laughs> I say that to my students all the time. Let it go. Like, when they're like, so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, let it go. And they're like, <laughs> Like, they don't want to laugh, but. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't even seen that movie, but I know that it's. You haven't? No. Everybody's like, really? I'm like, it's like four years old now, right? It's cute. Watch it. Yeah. I think I might. Is it like a Christmas movie, though? Mmm. I don't think it's set at Christmas, but it has a Christmassy feel because it's all icy like Right, that. and there's a snowman and stuff, yeah. Yeah, no, it's really, I like it. Sometimes I fall asleep to it. Okay, so our do it better. I did really good controlling my rant. Did you hear that? I think you did, especially since you're in the heat of the moment. Yeah, I'm still mad about it. 
Um, well, and I'm still anxious, so I don't guess we resolved a lot in that. Maybe rant, that but. makes us do it shorter because we don't want to get out of hand. <laughs> We're tapping the brakes on that. Yeah, it could be another three month episode. So our do it better is about like physical exercise this week. Yeah, which I think goes toward mental exercise and growth and things like that too. But uh, basically, if you can't run, like related to exercise, you know, walk. If you can't lift weights then use household objects like if you don't have a gym membership you know you can do other things to stay active like walking your dogs or walking yourself or pushing the stroller or Mm -hmm. it's it is super hot in most places especially in the southeast right now or southwest as well but um make sure that you you know hydrate properly and you don't go on like an eight hour walk um but um overall it the point is you can get exercise without having a gym membership and there are things around your house that you can lift or you can always lift yourself like pull-ups on door frames or push-ups um with your body weight or there's a lot of body weight oh exercises. yeah oblique plank Pinterest. lifts planks like you know you can squats like you could just use your body weight too and it's kind of something that people don't really think about a lot but you know, even if you're just watching a TV show, you could do these exercises during commercial breaks and work in a lot of extra exercise that you otherwise, you know, might not get mm-hmm. in a regular day. And my uh, do it better kind of goes along with this, that you're you're stronger than you think. I mean, I pushed myself exercising this week uh, and I felt so good afterwards, but I think what was most helpful is that it made me feel more confident. Like, mm-hmm. I think because I've gained weight... I tell myself I can't do all these things that I can do still. And um, you can increase your strength, and you're already stronger than you probably think you are. And, yeah. Um, it feels good to push and realize, like, oh, I can still do da-da-da. And um, that, just that mental, like, vote for yourself feels really good. Yeah, and I think anytime you invest a lot of effort into something, you feel proud of it. And, I mean, there's often times where I'll do a workout that I'm like, I was kind of lazy or I didn't push myself as hard as I wanted to but you know like I came back from vacation and I did some squats and I maybe used a little too much weight and so now my hamstrings are super sore but the cool thing about that is I was like well I definitely got in there Mm -hmm. and then now I feel a rest is fine you know which is Mm -hmm. weird coming off vacation you're like oh you don't really need a rest you need to like push it but I think obviously when something's sore, you know, you need to back off. But at the same time, I feel like um, soreness is a good indicator. I mean, you don't want to make yourself sore, but if you have like a regular occurrence of, you know, delayed onset muscle soreness that you know that you're hitting those target groups of muscles. But um, yeah, so now I know I get to take it easy for a couple days because I overdid the hamstrings. But yeah, so you should feel proud of yourself and you, you know, can do a lot without a lot. And I think that's the thing. Cause I feel like there's this societal pressure that, you know, the gym is where working out has to be. And that's just not true. Um, and there's a website that I like to follow. Uh, Mark Staley, Apple, Mark Sisson, um, does a really good job of giving you ideas that you can do, you know, for workouts that are not in the gym that you don't have to, have any sort of subscription or anything to that are free that you can, you know, just squeeze in whenever you have a minute. 
Mm-hmm. And I Pinterest a lot of different things, and there's so many moves that you probably already know yeah. that you just never do that you don't need anything for. And actually, I do go to the gym still, but I do most of my like strength stuff at home lately, and I realized I'm much more comfortable at home, mm-hmm. and I get a better workout in if I'm doing strength, like body weight things at home, because I feel embarrassed at the gym. Whereas at home, I don't care because nobody sees me, so I push harder. Right. And then, you know, it feels more rewarding, sort of, too, to, like, already be home. Whereas at the gym, it's, like, an added layer of effort to, like, get in the car and drive there and leave and worry about people. And I don't know. I still go, but because sometimes it has benefits. But working out at home lately has actually been better for me in the strength area. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of reasons that contribute to that. You know, like, maybe the gym's not affordable for you right now. Or maybe, you know, like you said, you're not feeling comfortable in your own skin to go to the gym. And, and that's where a lot of those circuit type gyms came from. Like curves, being a women's gym, you mm-hmm. know, is because of that. Oh, and not to mention, you know? I'm sure women have experienced this. People <laughs> being a little more friendly than you would like. Right. That happened to me <laughs> the other day and I was like, okay, I'm leaving now. <laughs> <laughs> and Yeah, and I mean, you know, there are some gyms, like I feel like there are some gyms even here, like that everybody's in their own zone. Um, But it it can be intimidating because you've got, you know, Olympic weightlifters, you've got marathoners or, you know, triathletes and all. I mean, it's just this huge range of people working out, Mm -hmm. but it, that's not comfortable for everybody. You know, like some people like to go and, and not to say that this is a place that just random people go, but more places like anytime fitness or planet fitness where, you don't have a lot of those type people there. You've got more your run-of-the-mill just coming in for your daily exercise type thing. And, and that does provide a level of comfort, you know, to a lot of people. Me. But those types of gyms, like I was saying, like the curves, you know, the circuit training or whatever. Same thing with Orange Theory. And then, you know, kickboxing is huge. So, like, nine round. You know, a lot of those types of things are kind of taking a lot of people away from the I guess, conventional gym idea, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it basically, whatever works for you, do it. Just make sure you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because doing something is better than nothing, and you can still achieve results. It might not be as slow as, or I'm sorry, as fast as you want. It might, you know, take you a lot longer. Um, and, And, you know, maybe if you're not exercising a ton, you'll have to really get your diet in check. Um, or maybe, you know, right now you're having a lot of success with dieting, but then you're going to hit that plateau with dieting and you're going to have to really push that physical element. So everybody's going to get to a different point and the gym or exercise in general is going to serve you differently at different points. Um, but it is important for physical health too. Like even if you're just walking on the treadmill for 30 minutes a day, or you're walking outside in your neighborhood for 30 minutes a day, you know, that's really good cardiovascular exercise. And, you know, the older we get, the more our bones need us to do those strength training mm-hmm. um, practices that we probably didn't need to do as much when we were younger because we were doing it naturally through play, like on the monkey bars or jumping on things or, you know, yeah, like, or even we like, take that for granted. As a teenager in 20-something, I was thinking, like, how much more, like, physical activity was more a part of our, my yeah. social life. Like, you know, and you, you didn't really need to do that. But now that, you know, you need to keep your bone density in check, you know, get those little 
dumbbells out and curl during the commercials, you know, or do some exercises. If you can't get all the way on the floor, then, you know, maybe you can lean against the countertop and do some push-ups or, you know, modify things as they're needed for you and where you're at and your age and your mobility. Um, but just make sure that you're doing something because that old saying, if you don't use it, you lose it is so true. Yeah. And I'm even seeing that with my older dog right now. Like, you know, she, her hips are starting to get oh. a little tight and things like that, you know, yeah. so we have to walk more and we got to keep them lubricated and things like that. So, um, just kind of a reminder to make sure that you're, you know, putting forth some effort. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be a all out push every day, but just making sure that you're trying to keep yourself active. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Yeah. And you're stronger than you think. Yes. So all that to say, which I guess I had to be fair. You, I can't say you need to go to the gym all the time if I'm going to tell you to watch a bunch of TV. <laughs> but that's why I stuck to the commercial breaks. Um, <laughs> but right now I'm reading The Last Anniversary by Leanne Moriarty, which is the author of The Big Little Lies. That's a show on um, HBO we talked about last time. And um, that book is a real page turner so far. I haven't finished it all the way, so I can't give a full report. But so far, so good. And last time we also talked about some trashy TV, and I'm still on that train for sure. There's this show called Married at First Sight. I don't Have you ever heard I've that? never heard of that. It's on TLC or Lifetime, I'm not sure. Um, but these people literally get married the first time they see each other. So they go to this sign-up type thing, and then these professionals pick them. And then the first time they meet is the day they get married and their families are there and everything. And I think what piqued my interest about this one was this is in Charlotte. So not Arranged far from marriage. us. Arranged marriage. Yeah, literally. Um, but it's in Charlotte. So I thought, oh yeah, let's see North Carolina on TV. But <laughs> I thought, okay, wow. And there's, there's really diverse coupledoms, if you will. Like it's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it's pretty interesting. It comes on like Wednesdays at 8.30 or something Eastern time. And then also there's this 90 Day Fiance. I've never heard of that either. Which is um, this show where basically people have fallen in love with other people from other countries. Mm -hmm. And they're going through the green card process or they're planning to get married. But um, this one's called 90 Day Fiance the Other Way. Because typically it's the, you know, woman that is moving well this one it is the women are the ones moving um well no i guess that's not true because there's there's a man that's moving too so the other way is basically the other show is people wanting to come to america mm. this is the partner moving to their country gotcha okay. so there's one person going to south africa there's one person going to india there's one person going to um somewhere in an Asian country. I can't think of it right now. But yeah, so anyway, these are Americans leaving America to go to these places. So um, it's kind of interesting. And one's Brazil too. But um, it is a real eye-opener that you must be deeply in love to go to some of these places that these people are willing to go. Um, I would be lying if I said I would give up <laughs> what I have here to go um, and of course, most of these people met online and, you know, have fallen in love and they've, they've even been dating like more than a year or two some, in some cases. Um, but 
you know, they always put a big focus on, like, how much money they've spent. And this one guy has, like, given his girlfriend, like, $40,000 over the course of two years. And, um, you know, when he arrives at their house, they, like, don't have a ceiling and don't have doors. It's kind of like they just live outside, you know. And he just did not know what to expect at all. And she came to live with him temporarily but said it was too cold. Oh, oh it's Ecuador. That's where they are. And um, said that it was too cold and that she didn't like his family. Like, I mean, she's just hateful. But he's still willing to move there. Like, Ooh. maybe it's because I was, like, a psychology student and maybe because I love social, like, sociology, too. But it is a train wreck that you cannot turn your head from. Because you're just like, <laughs> why? Like, what's motivating these people to make such sacrifices yes but decisions that are not aligned with anything that's normal to them like it's really amazing but i'm anyway. like almost like uh, speechless yeah it's when like i watch it i think my mouth's open like i'm just <laughs> like whoa and then of course the bachelorette um it's hannah b season which there's I think there's even a podcast totally related or dedicated to the Bachelorette, but commentary. <laughs> it's kind of coming down to like the last few dudes, um, and then there's the show Love Island. I haven't watched it yet, but I think it might be a little like Bachelor in Paradise and this other trashy show I watched called Paradise Hotel. And when I say trashy, I just mean really good. <laughs> <laughs> It's like... Like Waffle House. It, it, it's just, you know, it's, it's... Greasy and... Melting your brain yeah. matter. But it's just... I'm you know, like, I'm on summer break. I don't have to worry about, you know, using my brain a ton right now. <laughs> and it's just mush. Like, I feel like I need to eat extra healthfully while I watch this stuff because <laughs> I need to, like, keep healthy fats in my brain because it's just melting. Um, but yeah, so Paradise Hotel, um, who's that girl from the hills? <gasps> Lauren Conrad? No. The other one. Uh, Lowe? No. Oh. Kristen Cavallari? Yes, thank you. Jeez Louise. She's the host of Paradise Hotel. Oh, I like her. And. I would like that then. Um, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, everybody moves into this hotel and they have to choose partners and. If they're not in love or they haven't partnered up, then, you know, they get kicked off the island, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, it, like I said, it's totally stuff that you do not have to check out because your life will probably be better otherwise. But I still feel like it's worth a summer Fun. glance. Yeah. Plus, I love to watch things that have already aired because then I don't have to do the commercial thing. And then I don't have to have cable. I don't have cable. So that doesn't, you know, I have mm -hmm. to watch stuff on other parts anyway. Mm -hmm. So I usually find out about stuff long after it's aired, and then I'm like, ooh, check out this new show. And everybody's like, duh, that's over. Yeah, <laughs> and like pause when you feel like it. Yeah, I totally Yeah, agree. it's just, I like it. And, and it's like a, a trashy book. Like, I can put it down for four weeks and I haven't missed anything. You know what I mean? It's yes, not like I I'm do. forgetting anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah. pick right back up where it left yeah, you don't need to watch the recap of the last season. Yeah, no, I totally remember what happened. <laughs> okay, so my show right now is Good Girls. It's on Netflix. I binge-watched this, and I was so sad when I realized that I finished the season. <laughs> um, 
because it was like one of those things where you don't realize it's over until it says like back to browse and you're like shit there's not another one <laughs> i wasn't paying attention you know well okay so i love explicit now oh i love a lot of these characters i thought it already was explicit i think it is okay um <laughs> That reminded me of this. This is totally random, but it reminded me of Hold Your Thought, Don't Lose It. But, um, I have a Talladega note. Nights. <laughs> I love that. Where, like, the kids are like, Can we go to Applebee's? And, and finally, like, after this back and forth, the grandmother's like, Yes, you can cuss at Applebee's. It made me think, like, Okay, you can cuss on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think I've dropped any F bombs yet. No, pretty not good, yet. Pretty good. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> So, good girls. I love a lot of the characters, especially Kristen Manny Bell Montana. Mm, who? Kristen Bell? No. Maybe that's another show I'm thinking. She's on The Good Place. Ah, yeah. The Good um, Place. So, Manny Montana is Rio. Love him in this. And then uh, his interaction with Christina Hendricks as Beth. I mean, their dynamic in there or whatever is just, it's fun. Very entertaining show. Love it. I'll have to check that out. I don't think I've even seen that. Is that Netflix? Mm-hmm. Huh. And you said Mae Whitman from Parenthood's in there. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Gotcha. Yeah. I love her, too. Right. And the girl from, um... Oh, my gosh. The girl from Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce that she starts the site with, that does lady parts with her. Mm-hmm. Um, from Parks and Rec? I didn't watch Parks and Rec. I can't think of her name. She's really funny. I think she's, she's hilarious. Yeah, she's like a comedy actor. Yeah, she's on that too. She's the other good girl. But Christina and Rio, I mean Beth and Rio, Rio, man, he's just so entertaining. Who's Manny Montana? <sighs> he's Rio. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I know it. Yeah, I but feel I like I've seen him in something else. Know I can him. I can uh, IMDb him real quick. He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, I feel like there is always something to watch, which I feel hypocritical saying that because oftentimes I'll look and I'm like, I don't have anything to watch. <laughs> NCIS. Oh. CSI. On a lot of stuff, but those are things that like everybody would know. ER. There's his face. Look. Ta-da. Oh, okay. I do know him from somewhere. His character is... We had to Google him for those of you at home. <laughs> so good time. I have to have a picture in my brain whenever I'm talking about something, mm-hmm. otherwise I can't focus. But, yeah. well, that's awesome. If if you have any lazy time coming up, you definitely, from you the last episode and this one, you definitely have plenty of choices to keep you busy. Plus, let's talk about all the trash that's coming out soon. We've got Ballers coming up on HBO... <laughs> We've got Succession coming up on, I think that's Showtime. Um, but these are like, you know, real ones. And there's a football show that I love called All or Nothing that comes on Amazon. Um, it what do you mean a football to, show? I love football. Today. Yeah. Um, it's called All or Nothing. It's like a season with HBO, I think, does a season with. Is it like high schoolers? No, this is a, um, well, actually this one, All or Nothing is the Carolina Panthers. So... <laughs> One's pro and then one's college, and um, no, maybe they're both pro. Is it real? Yeah, they follow the season for the, or I'm sorry, they follow the team the whole season. But most of them usually align with like football season. Cool. So a season with is always one week behind. Oh. And that way, you know, they're not giving away because it hasn't happened yet. That's so. not in our notes. We need to add that. What is it called? Um, a season with. I'm adding that because I want to watch it. 
Um, yeah, that's a great show. Okay. See, those aren't trashy at all. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been watching years and years on HBO as well um, with Emma Thompson. Girl, you got a I list. Know, man. <laughs> I'm all over the TV these days. John and I watch those shows together pretty often. So, um, All right, so something that we were just thinking about is I'm super excited about this. I just came back from vacation in the Caribbean and also... Mexico and Honduras, and according to Florida Today, they found an article, which I had already seen a little bit of, it's coming, it's coming, um, the Caribbean, so the U.S. Virgin Islands in particular, has banned, um, sunscreen that is not reef safe, um, so you know, making sure it doesn't have to be mineral. It just has to not have the two main uh, band compounds that are common in many like commercially available sunscreens and lotions. Um, they've been found to be harmful to like delicate coral reef ecosystems. And um, those are already obviously being jeopardized by sea temperatures and global warming. Um, but I knew that that was coming, and when you go to the islands, they don't even sell, like, the regular sunscreens, um, thankfully, but now that they're banned, I'm really hopeful that um, you'll continue to see the reef bounce back, because the hurricane already hit a lot of it really hard, but now that um, this is happening, hopefully we'll see um, it flourish. Yeah, so. and maybe it'll catch on other places, I know, too. Hawaii's doing it, I think parts of Florida, like Key West. Um, did it. This Florida Today article has Key West in it. Um, and hopefully that, um, yeah, I think maybe California. I don't know if they have or know. not. They have a lot of good things going on in California as far as, you know, chemical stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even like the Northeast, like we take for granted how many people go to the beach in Connecticut and Rhode Island mm-hmm. and, you know, like it's important. Um, that we're like all we're on board of that, you know? In the bubble that's, like, least concerned with it as far as beaches go. Yeah. So. Well, and then you have, like, the whole whole East Coast. Like, I mean, we're in the beach all summer, you know, just like the West Coast. So it's really important that we're all on board for that. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll have a link down below for the Florida Today article. It lists all of the um, ingredients that are harmful to the reef and also the links that are showing that they're not really good for humans either. So take a look at that and make sure that you start buying um, sunscreen that's reef safe. And a lot of people, it's I think, it too. I mean, well, on. yeah, and think that I'm just getting in the river. <laughs> it's not hurting the ocean. But just remember that everything's connected, and you should treat your own skin well. Um, well, and if but, it's not good for the reef, it's not good for anything. We just well, have yeah. to. We just need to protect the reef. And, I mean, you, you know, like, you still have the fish. Like, keep in mind that when you put on toxic sunscreen and you get into the river and then you also fish for dinner there, like... Well, ugh, and toxic you know? sunscreen especially is, like, a double whammy. It's, like, the main purpose of it is to prevent you from being harmed. <laughs> yet you're, like... I know. Meanwhile, it's... It's like eating, like... Filling you toxic with food. Right. Like yeah. you're literally eating two like if you toxic vegetables or something. Like you know, yeah. you know like like let's put pesticide all over it. And right. It doesn't go together. Right. So that I just make sure that you're paying attention to the ingredients and um I know a lot of people are just like, Man, this is expensive. But if you think about that you're treating your body better and you're, you know, helping the planet and our ocean life, um, it's totally worth it. I was listening to something, though, that people are 
the expensive thing is not as much of an argument anymore. Like, people are paying for different things now. And that's like, good. Shopping their values. Yeah. I think you just can't turn your head from it, you know? Like, especially mm-hmm. when you've been there and seen, like, when you go to the islands and you see the damage that's been done, you think, oh, my gosh, like, that's not going to come back. You know, like, we have to hope that we get more in other areas. And mm-hmm. these small changes are definitely the easiest way. Mm-hmm. It's definitely catching on. I feel like I hear a lot less people you know saying they don't care mm-hmm. when they, when you bring it up and hopefully that's because it's less socially acceptable mm-hmm. you know it's embarrassing to just be like whatever mm-hmm. you know so something i've been reading about thinking about uh is totally on a different subject <laughs> uh, and i'm going to share something that makes me a little feel a little vulnerable um i've been reading i've been reading i thought it was just me but it isn't it's a Brene Brown book. And she talks love about her. the... I love her, too. She talks about the pressures of body type and mentions the phrase being carved to order as a woman. Like, the, the people who meet the ideal, it's because they had to. Or they... Not because they had to. They got cosmetic procedures to do so. And I've been thinking about that lately because I always wrote off cosmetic procedures as, like, show and a problem and a part of the problem and, like, a definite no. But... I have some pretty intense, intense varicose veins that I've had since I was 15. And lately, they've been really bothering me and I want to get rid of them. And it would be expensive. And I'm pretty sure I want to do it, but I still feel guilty. And I'm just kind of curious what you think. And if anybody else wants to send a voice message to give me their two cents about it. Like, I really only want to get rid of them because of how it looks. Mm-hmm. And I have a little bit of nervousness of, like, is that shallow? Is that contributing to this whole, like body perfection thing so I want to know what you think um I I think I touched on this last time too I feel like we as a society need to kind of live and let live and get rid of the whole stereotype of if we disagree with something that we um demean it Mm -hmm. um and Obviously, everybody's going to have their own opinion because that's just the way the world goes. But um, anything that makes you feel better about yourself that doesn't make you look dumb. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You can't really put that presence on it. I mean, some people do overdo it with cosmetic surgery. And, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I know I just said, like, live and let live. I don't ever say, oh my gosh, they look so ugly. But I mean, you do know when like someone has had like too much done, you're just like, oh my gosh, that person doesn't look real anymore, you know? Yeah. Of course, I would never say that to them, but I feel like as long as you're not compromising your health, you know, like I think a lot of these things do compromise your health over time. Um, But if it makes you feel better about yourself, it's not dangerous. You're having it done like professionally like you're not just flying some other country to like doing it you know like um then I think you know you should feel free to do it okay and I think that like obviously it's scary but you know well I've just got a point lately that I was gonna pull this up because this is on YouTube I was gonna let you watch it because I it immediately clicked into my mind um, it's Jordan Page for Fun, Cheap, or Free. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a YouTube page where she has varicose veins that she's always had. Mm. And then she has them removed. 
-hmm. and it kind of talks about the process of them getting removed and how recovery goes and you know how she felt before like you were saying a little bit vulnerable about their appearance but then also when it's over um feeling a lot better and like more confident you know and yeah um I also feel a little bit guilty about the money because it's just right. cosmetic. I mean, it's the purely, I just want to do it because I don't like the way it looks. But, you know, I kind of decided, like, that is what I want to do. And I guess I was definitely searching for a little bit of, like, it's okay, <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. Well, and she kind of touches on these things in her, too. Um, some of you at home might have heard of her before. She has a whole channel not related to this, but this was just part of her story and journey. Um, but... Um, I think she even touches on insurance and how much is covered and what's covered and stuff like that. But um, speaking to you saying, you know, you're just kind of uncomfortable about them. I feel like that's so true. And, and there is some research that shows that, you know, varicose veins can, you know, eventually cause some clotting. So, yeah. I mean, it, I wouldn't say that it's completely, you know, cosmetic or superficial because it could be preventative as well. Yeah. Um, but it's good that yours are healthy, you know, right mm -hmm. now. And that if you had them out that you would, you know, feel better and, and maybe even be preventing something in the future. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if anybody at home is thinking about that as well, then I would check her out again. Her name's Jordan page for fun, cheaper free. I'll add her to the notes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we have to do what makes us happy. And we talked, you know, on our last episode about, putting our money where it matters mm -hmm. and if that makes you feel good and you know like I said you're doing it healthfully like not yeah. in some back alley getting your veins removed <laughs> then I think that that is something you should definitely explore yeah I think it'll be really like meaningful for me to invest that much financially in myself on yeah. something physically because I have wanted to do it for a very long time. <laughs> right. And I finally was like, okay, I'm going to research this and do it this year. So, thank you. Yeah, I think that's awesome. So, uh, we mentioned last week a new app, PodCoin. Check it out. You get credit for listening to podcasts through their app that uh, you can turn back in for gift cards and all kind of stuff and you know it's definitely a slow uh growing thing <laughs> it's not a get rich quick scheme no 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 however <laughs> <Nora's podcasting. laughs> it is like it is definitely like you don't do anything and you get credit for it sure. something you're already doing so i love that um yeah and so we're gonna try the voice messages oh um, yeah thing and see if anybody like maybe our moms or anybody that we know loyally listens. Oh, I have a friend who already said. She okay, did. cool. Um, send us a voice message. We're gonna play around with that a little bit and see how to incorporate it in the podcast. And um, once we know what we're doing and get enough interest in it, we you know might do like a live Q and A or something like that. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, and until then, just please tell your friends, coworkers, family, whoever you think um, would find our podcast relatable. Um, and share us with them because this is how we grow and create better content over time. Um, we're definitely still newbies by every definition of the word, <laughs> but we're excited to continue growing and branching out with new things, um, that we try and eventually advertise. Um, we have obviously our anchor ad that plays, but overall we haven't done a ton of advertisements because when we listen to podcasts, we know that that's kind of annoying sometimes too. And we would only want to advertise for something that we 
you know, really feel um, a connection to. You. Yeah. yeah. I don't want it to just be a bunch of hype for, you know, promotion's sake. I really want it to be something that we believe in before we promote it to you guys. Um, and We definitely love Anchor. Yeah. They've made and this to, so easy and fun for right. us. And today I feel like we kind of had a talking cast instead of a podcast, but um, that's kind of what it is anyway. But sometimes it's nice to just have a conversation because, you know, we don't like live together or anything. So sometimes mm-hmm. it just... And you've been absent from Marco Polo for like weeks now. Because <laughs> I was on vacation. So yeah, we were catching up. But yeah. Um, yeah so until, until next, next time, be authentically, authentically you without, without apology. apology.